time for another review. Scooby-Doo Team-Up, number 39. Written by Shali Fish. Artist, Dario Brizuela. Summary. Someone opened the wrong time capsule, and now evil spirits are on their way to destroy the Washington Monument. How can Scooby-Doo and the gang stop evil spirits? They have to travel back in time with Dr. Fate to work with the Justice Society of America. Nostalgia meets vintage and old school for a joyride down a golden age memory lane that'll make Velma say jinkies. If you like classic references and time-honored traditions, this is a Scooby team-up for your collection. Starting with the positives. Shaggy and Scooby are the gestures of truth, pointing out that the message on the box clearly reads, Do not open. Shaggy asks why he and Scooby are the only ones who think this is a bad idea. Fate's appearance is right out of a classic JSA story. In order to defeat the spirits attacking now, the gang must travel 75 years back in time to when it all began. Which brings us to the original cast of the JSA, seated around the JSA table, with the JSA symbol hanging on the wall behind them, just in case you weren't sure where you were. The fact that Fred names every member is impressive, and seeing Wildcat, Johnny Thunder, Black Canary, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Adam, and The Flash... But the detail that stuck was when he puts the words, the original, in front of the Flash. Why not the original Green Lantern? Curious and more curious. Ah, Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage appears suddenly, wearing his infamous black Nazi uniform, and makes a very Vandal threat. Saboteurs are secretly preparing to attack strategic resources for the U.S. Armed Forces during the war. And when Wildcat points out that the JSA can handle the problem and still save the future with ease, Vandal drops the other black boot. His agents are aided by the vengeful spirits that came from the original Pandora's box. The only way to stop them all is to split up. Fans of JSA stories will enjoy the mixed trios, Wonder Woman, Daphne, and Wildcat, chase down the spirit attacking a top-secret plane at a testing facility. Daphne is shocked to learn that Wonder Woman is Hippolyta, or Princess Diana's mother, and also the JSA's secretary. She also points out that the spies have such heavy German accents, and it would be harder to spot them if they used American accents. Adam, Green Lantern, and Fred stop a fire at a war bonds rally. It's funny when Fred realizes that Green Lantern has a weakness to wood and says, that's more inconvenient than kryptonite. Dr. Fate, Dr. Midnight, and Daphne work to stop a spirit from stirring up hate speech at a kid's rally. I love that boys in the 1940s participated in political discourse at rallies. Midnight uses a blackout bomb to keep everyone from fighting while fate makes the spirit visible and shields the children from his influence. 
Then we find out two of the kids are junior members of the JSA. Are you having fun yet? The Sandman, Flash, and Scooby chase another spirit into a scrapyard. The Flash begins to check the area for hiding spots, but it's the Sandman who strikes first when he gasses, thieves stealing supplies. Scooby runs to help, but he heads for the gas and passes out. Thankfully, his sleeping body trips up the thieves, who fall into a pile of metal that threatens to crush everyone. The Sandman and Scooby. Flash rushes in to save the day and rescues the whole gang. Our other gang of Johnny Thunder, Black Canary, and Shaggy chase the next spirit to a dockyard and meet legendary Ma Hunkle. Those familiar with DC history will remember this famous character and the metal pot that was her helmet and partial disguise. When the gang realizes that the saboteurs are women, Hunkle tosses on her red tornado disguise and beats them up. Thunderbolt gets in the action, but because Johnny's only command was to, and I quote, kick that spirit's tail, it quickly escapes. Every time one of the spirits leave, they are sure to mention that they have a second mission that is more important. Nothing like villains who used to announce their plans. Who does that anymore? The JSA regroup in time to fight the spirits attacking the Washington Monument. Daphne and Fred tell the team to charge in and help when Velma realizes that it is all a diversion. The real threat is the Lincoln Memorial, where Vandal plans to chisel the statue of Lincoln until it looks like the face of Vandal Savage. I love the vanity behind such an elaborate plot. A great touch when Velma remembers the legend of Pandora's box includes the part about hope residing in the box. When the gang uses it to close the box and trap the spirits, the JSA arrive to defend them from Vandal's vengeance and bury the box in the Lincoln Memorial. Dr. Fate sends the gang back to the present and they use hope to trap the spirits back in Pandora's box. Because they never want it to be opened again, Shaggy and Scooby suggest using super glue to keep it sealed tight. Wildcat then volunteers to type the mission in the casebook because, well, it's only fair. Negatives. Fate never tells how he knew to find the gang in the future. Sure, he had a team up with Scooby in a previous issue, but that isn't connected to this story. So then why did he show up? He doesn't seem to know what is going to happen in the time that he brings them to, and it's a secret if he does. But Daphne repeats that they are there to learn how to defeat the spirits in her time. Maybe it's a time travel thing. But I feel fairly confident in my Cliff's Notes understanding of the space-time continuum and string theory, and this still does not check out. Time for a verdict. Little laughs and chuckles, followed by bigger laughs and more chuckles. The Scooby team-up was a pleasant blend of nostalgia and slapstick. 
Watching the flaws of the legendary JSA portrayed in simple concepts were a pleasant poke at the foundation of the DC superhero team. They included modern solutions that made the social constraints of the past seem quaint, easily solved with careful observations. I give this one 5 out of 5 DC Comics News badges. Yay! A thank you and a reminder. The thank you again for always listening. It's always appreciated. And if you have any comments or suggestions, please send me an email at sessingleton at gmail or contact me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite platform. Also, this review, like many of the reviews posted here, are originally published on DC Comics News. And if you would like to read this review and others, I recommend checking out dccomicsnews.com. Thank you again. Look forward to sharing another story or review with you. Thank you again for listening to Storytelling with Seth. Whether you're listening on Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, iOS, Google Play, or one of the many other platforms available, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you're one of those generous supporters, thank you. If you didn't know, you can support my podcast while you're listening to this recording. Feel free to take a look for the link that says to support me. should be a really simple little button. And if you're having any trouble, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And I'll make sure that I'll do my best to help. But you're listening. Your continued support is what makes these podcasts possible, and I couldn't do it without you. So, thank you again, not only for listening, but for your generous support, and for all the different platforms that you listen to Storytelling with Seth. I look forward to sharing my next story with you soon.